Happy Friday, everybody. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm very disappointed today. I have started the show in a place of disappointment. Oh, I have, deal. No I have started the show in a place of really just depression. Why? What's so, was your tax return not as high as you thought it would be? No, that's not it. Oh. That's not it. Okay, that's wait, don't it. tell me. Let, me. let me guess a little bit. Is sure, it, sure. Uh, is ahead. it a personal problem you're having? I, I mean, sort of. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Oh, no, it wasn't oh, you, actually, oh, Greg. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. All right. Or is it because I'm here? That song was about you after all, huh? Yeah. yeah. Not <laughs> this one. No. So it's not It's not a professional issue you're having. It's more of a personal problem we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a personal problem. Sure. You yeah. aren't really Cuban. Your folks lied to you. No, no. That's You're not just true. from Indiana. Yeah. No, that's not definitely <laughs> not true. <laughs> all right. Um, you're not as bougie as you think you are. You don't really like pomegranates. No, no. I definitely like pomegranates. Oh, okay. You love mint chocolate. No, I definitely don't like mint chocolate. <laughs> you you don't are like dealing with reality. You're dealing with no, reality I that the mojitos. Lakers are toast. Oh, no, I mean, no, 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 no. It's the beans. You don't like beans after all. No, I, I do like beans. But here's what I'll tell you. All right. The three of us, yeah. okay, who I would consider handsome men, okay? Hot is, is more like it, in my opinion. Are not on the list that is trending on Twitter. No one has nominated us Four. on the 100 most handsome men. Uh, hashtag 100 most handsome men. I went through the, uh, the long list mm-hmm. of the 100 most handsome men. How many guys do you think of 2021? Yeah. And uh, we're not on there. Mm-hmm. We're not on. None of us. There are no pictures of us. There's a lot of K pop pictures. Is, there, um, a, I gotta be- is there a play in opportunity? Uh, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, maybe if, if we can make that happen. I don't know. I was just, you know, I, it's, I've had these moments of I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I feel like there, like that's another just nah, like you know, man. kick in the junk. Nah. You know, first of all, really, they put Sean Connery as the hottest or sexiest man alive in People magazine. They did do that, and you're about five decades younger than that. So. I am. Yeah. yeah. So okay. you're good. You're yeah. good. Good. Yeah. Who started this hashtag? By the way, let me. Take I don't a look. know, but it's hashtag hundred most handsome men 2021. There's a is, lot of cape. I didn't that, realize K-pop was that popular. Good lord. Well, well they are cute. I wouldn't call them handsome though. So that's the thing. When I think handsome, I think a level of maturity that normally isn't associated with something with the letters K and pop attached to it. Yeah. They could be adorable. They could be, you know, cute twinks. Mm-hmm. But handsome says, I got good credit. Handsome <laughs> says. There's <laughs> a lot of talk about credit this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, I mean, it's yeah. a good place to start. You know? Yeah, yeah. But handsome sort of says, Diego Luna. I got three kids and I definitely take care of at least two of them. That's yeah. what handsome says. Diego Luna, right? That's what Jorge said in the background. I heard him say. Now see that. See, he's something else. Diego Luna is fine. See what in, I tell you. <laughs> he's in a mispronunciation of words category. So I'm going to tell you the guy who's getting uh, outside of the K-pop. There is a uh, an actor from the Middle East that is getting a ton of run in this hundred most handsome men of 2021. Who's that? And, and I okay, I'm going to pace it. You, you've never heard of him because uh, okay. I've never heard of him. So if I've never heard of him, you sure as hell have never heard of him. We're talking about like we're talking about like Sushant Singh, maybe you talking about like him. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because you 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 Googled it? You basically went on that on the trend and looked and see who was up there. But that's fine. No, man, I will give I you know, credit. I know you know what? Stuff. LZ I know and I used to knock you for not looking stuff up. So I'm going to give you credit for you yeah, looking man. it up. And beating me to the punch. But, LZ, I've just sent you a picture of him being, um, I guess, pouring a bottle of water on himself. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh. Yeah. And uh, in the text chat. First of all, (laughs) I am thrilled that Asian men of all varieties are being grouped in this category. Correct. Because usually um, we make them asexual characters in our movies and TV shows and turn them into comedic bits. So to see them as sex objects... Um, is a new thing for us, at least here in the States. Yeah. And this MF is foreign as hell. What? How do you pronounce <laughs> his name? His name is Sushant Singh Rajput. Yo, dog, you going to be at the Galleria later? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if your credit is bad, you said earlier in the week, you know, if you're fine, you can have bad credit. Right. Yeah, I ain't on that Cardi B tip. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So George, he is a handsome man. I will give him credit. There's yeah, no question. Yeah, but you said you were depressed about not being on the top. No, 100. I mean clearly, I'm I'm joking. It was no, just no, an easy it, way but, to get but, there. But I'm yeah. sure you looked at it and you were like, you know, okay, look, there's a hundred guys. Oh, LZ, Greg found a picture with a uh, eight pack here from our friend, uh, you know, from the Middle East here, Wait, Sushant. Yeah, yeah, see, it's a short show anyway. Y'all ain't gonna miss me. I'm yeah. gonna yeah. have to. He's gonna, gonna go down a rabbit hole here. I feel like. Yeah. Well, five minute vacay. Yeah. That's the rabbit will be the first kind. Yeah. How many guys you think you're better looking than of the top 100? 
I haven't seen the whole hundred. So that's Actually, the thing. Like, I just keep scrolling, hundred. and there's a lot of Sushant, and there's a lot of K-pop uh, singers. So I, mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to kind of really weave well, my way past that part of the uh, You have to work really hard, though, to find, like, some straight-up ugly men from the Middle East. That is like a beautiful collection of humans. It is. It is. Yes, <laughs> like, I would agree with like, that. Yeah. And like, the ladies as well. I was just, yeah, I, I, I was I just going to say, I was like too. going, it was like God said, you know what? I got you in this heat. Y'all got it on the sun. Ain't no water. How about, how about if I just make y'all fine? How about uh, yeah, that? Can we call it good? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call it even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is pretty funny. So anyway, there is that. Now, there are some other things I'm disappointed about, like the Lakers. Um, and I here's like what I- your conversation. That felt better. He, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, really. Here, here's my deal on this. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I think I may have had a panic attack watching that game yesterday. I'm not even joking. Which like, part? I, 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 well, when Anthony Davis tripped on himself, basically, yeah. sweet mm-hmm. Jesus, and, and 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 the and the scorers table, right. and I'm just like, you know what? I started texting people, and I that was panic it. Meter. That that Here was what go. was going on in my head. Okay, mm-hmm. right there, that sound was going on in my head, and I'm saying to myself. For the first time this season, LZ Granderson, okay, mm-hmm. on May 6th, okay, at approximately, I don't know, whatever it was, uh, you know, 7.40 p.m. or whatever it was, Pacific time. I think for the first time, I started texting people, including this group chat, okay? Mm-hmm. I think this team may be snake-bitten this year. I think it just may not be their year. Like, it, it just, it's the first time... I have felt this way. I have been very much – and look, I will ride LeBron until the wheels fall off, but, you know, there's a flat on the tire right now a little bit. You know what I mean? It's, that doesn't mean bit. you can't patch it up, you know? Mm-hmm. But but I – um, you know, AD's tripping on himself and, and, and hurting his ankle, but then saying he's got – they're saying he's got back spasms. Like, I, nothing makes sense anymore. So because so- nothing makes sense, I, I may be resigned to the fact, LZ, that this may be a snake-bitten season right now. So there are a few things that play, gentlemen, not to get too deep into the weeds in this, but I do believe once it was clear in the first quarter that we weren't going to win the game, that it was like tap out and just get ready for Portland. That we're not going to bring you back out here to lose by 15 instead of 20. When I may need you or definitively will need you the next day in a game that's, that's more important, honestly. You know, we we need to put some space between us and Portland. We're not catching the Clippers, regardless of what would have happened yesterday. But we can put some space between ourselves and Portland. So part of that felt to me like it was like, all right, you know what? It's not a night anyway. Let's just shut this down. You just chill, rest, and let's think about tomorrow. That was one thought that went through my head. The other thought was remembering how bad they looked last year when the bubble restarted. And how everybody was getting where they wanted to get to. Everyone was hitting shots against us. No one looked right. There were whispers about if LeBron was cooled off too long and can't ramp back up. Remember we were talking about that because he has a pattern that he likes. We talked about this at nauseum. And then when they lost that first game against Portland, we were like, oh boy, here it comes. This is what we all thought. And then, bam, they only lost four more games after that. So I remember that. And then number three. It is quite possible that we just suck this year. <laughs> it's possible. The 1980 Lakers won the chip. Did they repeat? Did they get back to the finals? No. No. They fell short. Way to hell short to the point at which the coach got fired and there were significant changes made, including inserting Magic Johnson to start lineup. So when I think about where we are right now, there's a lot of different things. But for some reason, panic still isn't one of them. Because yeah. at the end of the day, there is more than just a season to look forward to because we still got those two dudes. And we know the only reason why we feel this way is because those two dudes aren't healthy. Not because they aren't good, not because they suck inherently, they just aren't healthy. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. And um, now I'm going to the gallery to see if this, this Indian guy is out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've yeah, made a great right contribution. Okay. You're done for the day, man. Drop right. the mic and go on with it, for real. Um, this is the road to the play-in tonight. I mean, yes. this, is, this is really the road to the play-in tournament that LeBron hates, but I have news for him. He's going to kind of need, because you're going to need some games. The problem is, is that when you look at the Lakers without Anthony Davis, but with a fully healthy LeBron, you believe the Lakers still have a chance. 
when you have no LeBron and no AD, that Laker team stinks. When you have no LeBron, but you still have AD, guess what? Right now, they stink too. So for me, I would be shutting down AD. I'm not bringing LeBron back till the first playoff game. I'm not worried about seeding. I'm just worried about making it in. I'm just as healthy as I can get them because there's not enough time for LeBron's body to heal. And every night that he plays on it, it's going to take another step backwards. It's not going to be getting better. It's going to be getting worse. So I hear LZ, and I know that phase of denial. I hear you, George, and I know that phase of panic. I'm past both of you guys. I'm in the acceptance phase of, this ain't their year. This is not the Lakers' year for a variety of things that have gone wrong and are going wrong at the absolute worst time, I'm past denial. I'm past panic. I'm into acceptance. Help me. Talk me off the ledge. No, just jump. Because I don't want no fake fans with me. I don't want no fake fans that get all weak in the knees just because, you know, things aren't looking sunny right now. I don't want no fans who are ready to jump off ship because Andre Drummond looks as if he doesn't belong in the NBA right now. I don't want no fans with me that are going, why can't we get Dennis Schroeder to like stay away from wherever he's going and picking up those viruses and stuff yeah, with his yeah, feet and everything yeah. else? Yeah, get vaccinated, dog. Get vaccinated. Vaccinate your feet. Right. Yeah. Put some shea butter on them things. At, at the for very real. least. Don't go in anybody's refrigerator, least. though, man. I, for real. I don't want them fans with us because I don't want you hogging up any space in the parade line when we come through on the other side. I don't want you voting against the bills and then when they pass, you tweeting about how they passed. No, I want you to either ride with me right now or tell me who you are so when we start passing that brown liquor around, I know to skip your cup. That's what I want. Oh, damn. So, so LZ, uh, oh my. LZ, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. If the Lakers end up in the seven spot, and it's possible. I, it's I mean, possible. look, Portland can, you know, I, look, yesterday we, we all made predictions I, I believe I might have been the only one that picked the Clippers yesterday and said that it wouldn't be that close. See, I was riding yesterday, not today. And you, right, you got, you got, you, you, Michael and LZ coaxed you into that one. I was not being coaxed into that. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I totally be, bought into it. I was like, you know, I just have a gut feel that tonight yeah, yeah, it'll be a close Your gut win. not to be trusted. You yeah, need some probiotics. Yeah. Um, but the, but LZ, if, if, if Portland breaks their doors off, okay, tonight, mm-hmm. and look, Portland has been, very Jekyll and Hyde lately, okay? Yeah. So we don't know who the hell is going to show up, which Portland team is going to show up. But if they break their doors off and they end up being the seventh seed, because, again, they still have tough games, as we've talked about here, right? right? Yeah. The Clippers, on the flip side, do not have do not have a tough schedule down the stretch, okay? If it's 2-7 and it's Clippers-Lakers, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like the Lakers' chances at currently constituted in that series. Now, if it's Phoenix, okay, I like my chances because really you only have Chris Paul and Jay Crowder with any real playoff experience. If it's Utah, I like my chances against Utah. But if it's the Clippers, whose sole purpose in life is to try to beat the Lakers, then I I am I I come to that potential matchup with real trepidation. My friends, I hear what you're saying. And the Clippers are a threat. Like the Padres are a threat. But the reason why they haven't been elevated beyond threat to rival is because they haven't been able to do what you're saying, George, in these moments. And it's I'm not one that usually believe in metaphysical curses on franchises when they've been completely flushed from the ownership down. But after watching yesterday, last season, I was like, damn, this, this goat thing is for real. You know, it's like, so until they actually do what you're suggesting, I still like our chances even against the Clippers because, one, they're the Clippers, but also, two, I don't trust Paul George, and I know you don't either. I do trust Rondo, but I don't trust Zubach. I'm not quite sure if, if his backup is going to remain healthy because you know he's been brittle over these last three seasons. Not all his fault, but it is what it is. Um, the shooting's touch and go. And, oh, by the way, while I like Ty Lue, and I think Ty Lue is a good coach, he's never been in these moments without LeBron. What if it was last night's Lakers team 
against last night's Clippers team. In other words, you don't have LeBron oh, it's, and it's, you don't it's have AD. Then what, Ozzy? Well, then, well, then they're just going to get swept. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. worried about. Is but, that but the here, Lakers may not be the Lakers. But yeah. here's the real... Well, tell me the reason. Tell me I'm the real t- reason on no, the other side. I'm going to tell you the real part we're not talking about okay. on the other side. Okay, do that. Do that on the other side. Plus, we're giving away the Chappelle tickets, okay? We got a pair of tickets to see Dave Chappelle and friends on Saturday, July 3rd at MGM Grand Garden Arena. Includes a hotel night stay. Uh, here's how you can win. Line it up right now at 877-710-ESPN. We're going to play a little Chappelle trivia. And basically, whoever I- I'm going to ask you some tough questions. Whoever gets the question right wins. It's that simple. One shot, one deal. You miss, you out, Okay. That's how this is going to work. Line up right now, 877-710-ESPN. If you want to buy tickets for the event, though, you can. They're on sale already uh, at axis.com. That's axs.com. All right, we are back in three minutes. We're going to give away those Chappelle tickets. We're going to hear it from LZ. LZ, did you really have a thirsty uh, workout uh, post? I'm checking it out now. Uh, I didn't think so. Uh, yeah. You did? I'm not thirsty. Are you thirsty, George? I'm not. I'm we know, saying, we, know, we know Morales is always parched, <laughs> which is, is why he described he it as a thirst trap because he's always parched. He is parched. All right, I'm yes. gonna. Can I be the judge of it being thirsty or not? I'll just take a quick look. I, mean, I just thought the definition was, you know, like when you're showing off what you LZ. got, and LZ is certainly doing that in this post. Hmm. I'm not showing off what I got. I got some stuff you ain't never seen. <laughs> well, let's see what that's all about. Let's see what you got. Let's see the I whole mean, deal. I mean, let's see the whole okay. package here. Let's see it. Oh. What? <laughs> Morales has got material for days now. Oh, yeah. See, the, the thing is, is yeah. that it's actually like a really thick line too, with like signs and lights. Yeah. Like, so you know, when you cross it, Cap, it's not like you can't see the line coming. LZ, you know what? I'm, 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 go ahead, finish up, and I, I'm going to make a, a, a judgment on this picture. Go ahead. Um, you always take it just a little too far. Well, I'm used to having somebody to stop me a little bit, LZ. That's That's my problem. I know, but I don't have much. You don't have a self-governor, clearly. Uh, So, LZ, I'm going to determine that um, this is a thirst trap, and there's one reason why. You ready? Why? Nipple. Oh, really? Nipple? Nipple determines thirst trap. Mm -hmm. Really? Yep. Uh, So, are you saying... If you're a male and you're showing... Kardashian has never posted a thirst trap before? No, no, no. As a male. As a male. Nipple, thirst trap. Nipple, th- male nipple thirst trap equals thirst trap. All right. I think the other part of it, though, is how LZ is looking away as if he doesn't know somebody's taking the picture. By the way, I'm checking out your gym. I really, gym really is like nice. your equipment you got going yeah, on. I here. love the of gym. Of course, I know your Peloton because I was doing some Cody Rigsby this morning, but I like your whole, uh, your whole setup here. What's this on the, nice. on, the, on, the, on the wall? What is the, is that the, That's a tonal. Uh, that is a tonal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. See, I went with a tempo instead of a tonal. I didn't want to drill anything into the wall. Nice piece. Yeah. Um, so, LZ, since we've determined thirst trap, and we can ask the audience, uh, you know, as they try to play the Chappelle game here in a second, um, we can ask them, nipple thirst trap for a male or no? Yes or no? It's very simple. Um, so, LZ, quickly, you, had, um, you, you were going to lay down the law about what we were discussing. So, if you want to just finish that thought or do you want to wait and tease that over? Well, I was going to say the real conversation that we're avoiding because it makes everyone uncomfortable is asking ourselves, is he that dude? Is You're saying Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis that oh, dude? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is he that dude? We know he's talented. Mm-hmm. We know he's a, a cheat code. He's a champion. He's won on every level. We know all of these things. But he's here in Los Angeles for the reasons that we're questioning right now. He couldn't elevate the team in New Orleans as the centerpiece. And they've had some talent, not, not great talent, but certainly enough to make multiple trips to the, to the, to the playoffs at least with a top five player at his anchor. And here we are again where, yes, it's disappointing that he rode his ankle and was out with a back spasm, but he was two for nine in the first 10 minutes of the game and the game was already over. Right. So so I'm asking myself, not out loud very often, because I'm afraid the answer is going to come out loud and I may not like it and and no one wants to fight with themselves. But at the end of the day, the real question is, is Anthony Davis that dude we traded for? Can he be that dude we hoped we were trading for? And does he see himself as that dude that we traded for? Mm 
we really don't want to do that on a Friday because it'll mess up the whole weekend. That really should be a Monday <laughs> conversation where we don't care anyway. But since we're here and we're dancing all around it, that's really what we're trying to figure out. That's yeah. the real question. Yeah, it is. It really is. Because remember, you know, he comes and he wins a championship alongside LeBron and then gets a big deal to go with it. And let's face it. I mean, if we're really, really going to get raw on this right now, this has been a lost year for Anthony Davis. Can we all agree on that? I mean, has he done much this year? Well, he has it. He signed a contract. He did sign a contract. He signed a contract and hasn't done anything, really. And it's all because of injury. Let's carry this over to 440 because we've got the game in the next segment, and I want to do the trivia here real quick. So, Briones, give me some music here for the people, and I'm going to pick up the lines here real quick. We're going to give away Chappelle tickets to see him on July 3rd in Vegas, and you get a one-night hotel stay. Bobby in Orange. Bobby, you there? Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, bud. All right, so in the famous uh, Prince sketch, who did Prince beat? Like, who was his target of his, like, ire in that sketch in the Chappelle show? Um, oh, man, I don't know that one, man. All right, buddy. Sorry. Thank you. Appreciate hey. it. L- Louie and Pomona. Louie, in the Prince sketch, who drew the ire of Prince that Prince – Said the said his famous line game blouses to um, when uh, playing against them. Who was the person he said that to in that sketch? Charlie Murphy. Correct. You are the winner. There you go. Wow. Look at that. Right mm-hmm. out of the gate. That's it. Fast. Congratulations. You want a bonus question? Bring it on. All right, Cap. Give me a bonus on. question. No, man. No, 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 no. All right, no, here. No bonus question. Then I'll go give ahead. you a bonus question. You ready? Go ahead. Yeah. Out here. The answer is slap. What is the question? What is the answer to the face? Whoa! Look, this you man my deserves dog it. right there. You this my boy right it. there, man. Yeah, I might meet you it. in Vegas. You my yeah. boy for that one right there, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, boy. All right, my man. So, uh, Louis, we are going to put you on hold. They're going to take your info. And congratulations, man, okay? Enjoy the trip. Thank you. You got it. There Dude, it is. I was Very lucky simple. yesterday. I just I just guessed at that one about uh, Hugh Hefner. I didn't have right. any of these Chappelle yeah. show answers. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. <clears throat> uh, all right. Coming up next, we are going to play overrated, underrated, properly rated, and Pablo Cisniega of LAFC, their goalkeeper, is going to join us to play as well. So Bergman is going to be able to lay out those questions, and we will do that with him. And at 440, we'll get back into the disappointment uh, that is the Lakers and, you know, Cap. You know, Cap's disappointment and uh, people's disappointment with Anthony Davis at the moment. So we'll get into that in just a moment. But first, I got to tell you, I met up recently with my friend Sam and Ash of Sam and Ash Injury Law. You know, these two, man, I've been telling you, they got a passion in their eyes to defend justice, fighting for your rights, and they have a great time doing it. Look, I've, I know a ton of people that they've worked with, okay? And I know a ton of people that they've done business with, which means people like you getting settlements because of them. And in talking to them, the biggest difference between them and all the others or simply them, Sam and Ash, man. Look, first of all, Sam has a couple of decades of experience working with personal injury victims, handling thousands of cases and recovering huge wins for his clients. Secondly, Ash is a former college hooper, but more importantly for this particular scenario, a former defense lawyer for a big insurance firm. So you know what? She knows the ins and outs of how all these accident claims are handled. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I can go on and on and on, but I want you to know this. I want you to understand not all lawyers are the same, and I want you to understand that not all accident cases are the same. And Sam and Ash go all the way to get you the best settlement and get you what you deserve, man. Sam and Ash Injury Law is available to anyone who's been hurt and wants help. Their legal advice is free to everybody. Gratis. Nothing up front. You have access to the best legal advice, guidance, representation to get you what you deserve. LA's very own Sam and Ash Injury Law. They help. They care. You win. So call them at 800 304-2000. 304-2000. That's 800-304-2000. Or visit them online, samandashlaw.com. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Next. Actually, I will take it here first because we've got to introduce our guests for the game today. We are playing overrated, underrated, properly rated as we do every day at 4.30. But we are joined by Pablo Cisniega, the goalkeeper for your LAFC. Big, big weekend as they're taking on their rival. Right, Scott? Yeah, so, hey, Pablo, welcome. First of all, man, glad to have you today. How you doing, man? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, right on. Look, big weekend coming up. Dodgers playing the Angels. Lakers got two monster games. But throw on top of it, you guys, LAFC, taking on the Galaxy. Give us a little scouting report. 
No, I mean, it's definitely going to be a tough game. We're going to go play at their at their house over there at Carson, so it's going to be a difficult match. But, I mean, looking forward to it. It's going to be a big game for us, so I'm, I'm very excited for it. You were born in Mexico City, correct? Yes, that's correct. And you played your youth soccer soccer in Guadalajara, correct? I played some of my youth. So, so I played up until I was 14 in Guadalajara, and then my family moved to Philadelphia. So I have to know, what was it like for you to go from the beautiful warmth of Mexico to Philadelphia? <laughs> uh, it, it, it was brutal, especially the first winter when I got to Philly. It snowed pretty much every other day. So it was just a very big contrast going from Guadalajara, where it was sunny every single day, to going to Philly, where it was just cold and snowy every other day. So it was a big, big change. Pablo Cisniega, the goalkeeper for your LAFC, again, taking on the Galaxy this week. And, of course, catch the action right here on 710 ESPN, your home of LAFC. Uh, Pablo, you and I spoke last during Hispanic Heritage. You did that awesome Zoom conversation with us, which we appreciate uh, still. Uh, it did you know, great YouTube numbers and stuff like that, so thank you again for that. But, uh, I, you know, that day you and I spoke about your background and your parents um, being Olympic athletes, and, and we talked about just kind of how that – uh, formed you in some way, shape, or form. But how much pressure did you feel, knowing how great your parents were at sports, to have a certain threshold, right, to keep a certain level of excellence when it came to sports? Um, to be honest with you, I've never really felt that pressure because it's something that my parents have never put on me. So it's just like for them, they've always been so supportive of me and they've always helped me to kind of follow my dreams. So it's never been like I've had a pressure because they were both great athletes. It's always just been support from them. So I think that that kind of took some weight off my shoulders and then just let me do my thing, you know? Awesome stuff, man. Uh, yeah, that's great, no doubt. Now, let's get to the game. Are you ready? Have you been prepped on the game? Do you know how to play the game? Of course, of course, yeah. I mean, okay. we don't, like I said before, it's going to be a tough game, and obviously all like these derby matches are – no, 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 no. I, I, I'm talking about – I'm not talking about the Galaxy. We know that's a oh, tough one. We're talking we're about the that. game this The game we're going to play right now. This game's way harder. Oh, way yeah, harder. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm impressed. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, all right. All right, here we go. So Greg, our producer, is the host of the game. So go ahead, Greg. Ask Pablo the questions. All right, I'm actually going to allow producer Laura to ask the first oh, question. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Laura. And allow her. Come on now, like just just go. Okay, I didn't say it by the way. So Pablo, I have a question for you. So my parents are Mexican, but I don't like soccer. Okay, and one of the guys here is always taking away my Mexican card because I because I don't like soccer. So is taking away my Mexican card overrated, underrated, or properly rated? I would say it's overrated. I think that you can be Mexican and not like soccer. Thank you. It's a, yeah, I would I would agree with you in that respect. So look at that, Jorge Briones. I know you're there listening. Okay, the goalkeeper for LAFC said that that's overrated. She could be Mexican and She'd not be like nice. soccer. Wait, 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 wait. Hold Pablo, up, hold up. be nice, Pablo. Pa Pablo, Pablo. Pablo. be nice. Are you up to date on your union dues? <laughs> or, or is your or is your Mexican card also in jeopardy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Mine is safe. Mine is safe. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, it's uh, mine. Uh, all right. What, what's next, Greg? What's the next question? <laughs> all right, Pablo. These are all going to go to you, and then the guys will say something. So we spent a lot of time this week talking about shopping carts. So is putting your shopping cart back after going into the grocery store overrated, underrated, or properly rated? I'd say that that's overrated as well. <laughs> Oh. Wait, you don't put it back? You just leave it in the parking sometimes. lot? He just gave oh, Laura a pass. Of course he doesn't put his cart back. Cart narcs are going to get lying. you, dude. Oh, you know it that there's an, nice. Insta there, there's an Instagram that's called Cart Narcs, right. where the people take videos. Don't get caught on that Instagram, Pablo. Dude, dude there's 350,000 <laughs> followers on Instagram, and they will shame the hell out of you, dude. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't do it now. Good to know, good to know. Yeah, no, you don't no, want to be on that Instagram. There you go, there you go. What's get next, Greg? Back, <laughs> all right, I'm afraid to ask some of these questions now. Pay the dues but, now, man. <laughs> go pay the dues. All right, we also talk a lot about food here, and today, producer Laura was kind enough and brought me El Pollo Loco, and, uh, and Jorge as well, and I did not put beans in the burrito. So are beans in your burrito overrated, underrated, or properly rated? I think they're properly rated. I think it's kind of a, a personal thing. I, I personally like them, but I don't think it's it's 
huge. It's not. It doesn't make or break it. You know. Yeah. Oh, right. you're being too nice, no, Pablo. No, 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 it right. is weird to not have beans not, in a burrito. No. Disagree. Disagree. I'm beans are fine. Disagree. I mean, you don't need them in the burrito. They're too heavy in a burrito. It also depends what your burrito has, you know? So, like, you can put guacamole instead. There's ways, there's ways to get around it. Okay. All Good right. Good All man. right. You, you seem very nice here. Very well, ex- he too extra Philly. nice. It's more Philly yeah. than it is Mexico <laughs> City now. I don't yeah. know if I want his vouching of my Mexican. Oh, look at that. <laughs> now she's down. Now like, wait a second. I asked if he was up to date on the dudes. Well, you don't eat burritos? Is that what you said? No, not really. No, I don't, honestly. Okay. All right. No, pues, wow. Well, but wait a second. Okay, no, no, but you know what? For you. It's, more you guys, it's not really Mexican. Are you going to say burritos are Mexican? Oh, now he's calling you guys out for your Mexican card. He, he's yeah. right, though. He's right about that. But it's L.A. Mexican, Pablo. We're different. Look at that. He he turned the tables on you and Laura, George. That's how it happened, man. Well, hey, give me your Mexican card. Yeah, take it. All right, all right. What what's next, Greg? What do we what what else do we have for Pablo? All right, so you guys, the LAFC was playing in Houston last week, right? Yes. Yeah. So is the Houston Galleria overrated, underrated, or properly rated? That's the mall there. Have you yes. been to that mall? To be honest with you, I've never been there. So okay, that's fine. I, I can't give you I can't give you Pablo, are, are you single? No, I'm not. Oh. Oh, well, then you need to stay away from the Galleria, my man. <laughs> yeah, because LZ says that the Galleria is a uh, is a thirst trap, basically, for everybody. So Where you go to get action. Uh, so, yeah, got, stay away then. <laughs> it's, a, it's a meat market. Um, yeah. All right, one thirst more. Thirst trap and a dehydration trap. Whatever, yeah. whatever you at in terms of moisture is for you. Yeah. Thirst, dry. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. All right. Greg, one more. All right, so this is the last one, and this is going to be something that we've gotten into some issues with here recently. Um, mint chocolate. Oh, some Lord. people really like mint chocolate oh, on the man. show, and some people really hate mint chocolate on the show. So, is mint chocolate overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Pablo, think about this. Very overrated. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Card is saved. You can get your card back. You can get yeah. your card back. There we go. Strong there we disagree. Go. Very good. Yeah, not a fan. Me neither. So there you go. You should not be. This this, now next we're bringing you back for Hispanic Heritage Month just based on that on that answer. It it, it was dicey at first though, man. It was dicey. There's a text exchange happening as you were talking. I was like, I don't know, man. (laughs) All right. There you did. You, you did. did. Just like you would. Just like you will this weekend, I'm sure, against the Galaxy. Pablo Cisniega, the goalkeeper of LAFC, again against the Galaxy this weekend. You can catch the action right here on the home of LAFC on 710 ESPN. Pablo, best of luck, man. Thanks for joining us and dealing job, with dude. our nonsense. Yeah. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, All right, man. Take care. Right there. That's there a solid is. appearance is what that is. That is uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would say the true. guys are having a lot of fun. We have him, the Moose, Mac. We they've all had good times doing this. So there you go. All right, coming up next. How disappointed are you, and how worried are you about your Los Angeles Lakers? We'll get to that in just a moment. Sedano LZ Cap. Thank you to Pablo Cisniega for joining us there. You know. Uncle Michael Thompson's going to stop by in the 5 o'clock hour at 5. We're going to talk to him because he's got plenty to say. But uh, real quick, I saw that Hulu is debuting a show called Pam and Tommy. It's basically uh, kind of like a series uh, about Pamela and Tommy Lee and just kind of their craziness of their relationship and everything that kind of came with that era and time and them getting together and all that. Um, and it's you know it, it's not a rea- it's not a docu series it's like an actual act acted series uh, you know like a regular drama I guess um, and there's a lot of big time actors attached to this Seth Rogen is is starring in it um, who he he stars as the guy who stole the videotape between the two mm-hmm. um, and he's executive producing it also Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec um, is on the show. And uh, Andrew Dice Clay oh is God, on the show. Dice? There's a really? there's more a lot dice. of a lot of people on this show, so mm-hmm. it, it's getting good reviews uh, from people who've seen it, like the Hollywood Reporter and, and a couple of these outlets. Um, but look, that time in America, if you remember, like she was the hottest thing going, and he was also kind of still kind of coming off the tail end of. Like the hairspray bands being a big yeah. thing. Like that girls, was kind of girls, the end girls. of that era. Motley yeah. Crew, for sure, dude. Yeah. 
so those those worlds colliding were kind of you know very early nineties. Like, yeah, but but once that may have been, I don't know if you guys would have one that's even older, but that may have been kind of the first stolen sex tape, you know. And then people got a hold of it on VHS, and people came. I know I did be consumed with it, you know. And so um, oh, that was a crazy, crazy time where it was like. I got a bootlegged version of a VHS tape of Tommy and Pamela. Wow. And that's what this show is about, George? Yeah, I mean, it's about all of it, like the way they got together, the whole, their kind of their whole, like, time together. But that is obviously part of it, sure. <sighs> Man, that's hot. Yeah, and Seth Rogen plays the guy who stole the tape. I don't know about you guys, man, but I like that tape. That tape had a, that tape had a good <laughs> influence run. in your life, is what okay. you're saying. That, that tape, that tape had a good run. I'll tell you that right now. I wonder if I still have it in the garage, perhaps, it's like somewhere in a box somewhere. Yeah, it's not. You know, it's in the house, still in the VHS right now as we speak. <laughs> do you have a VHS somewhere? I swear to God, of, I do. I have a VHS tape player that has that that has a CD burner. Yeah. Yeah. or dvd burner you mean yeah whatever yeah it's not yeah. connected but i've got it yeah because that was a thing like i mean listen when i was a kid i used to record now i was a kid right i was recording games um and watch i still have like crazy a crazy amount of games on vhs in a warehouse somewhere and like in a in a storage somewhere <laughs> i do too man i know yeah. i'm ashamed to, I, to but i haven't had I, I i mean could, i guess you could buy a vcr right on like ebay right still I suspect yeah. so. I mean, my thing is, is I'm like, where, what am I going to plug it into? I don't think I have a TV that you can plug it into. Oh, yeah. How would you connect it? Oh, there's adapters, oh, yeah. guys. There's adapters for that stuff. Well, right. That's probably true. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Yeah, that's, I have mine. I, I, that's how I have mine ho uh, hooked up. I got Boys oh, in the Hood in VHS. Boys in the no hood. way. I do. Is that like the old, the most old school thing you have, yeah, like yeah. as far as like film? Boys, I'll send you a picture when I get home. You know what's crazy? So Nia Long is trending right now, or she right. was early anyway because she turned 50. Right. And she doesn't look like she's aged at all. Right. Oh, really? From like back then? From like Boys in the Hood. Wow. I was like, so am I the only one that's aging? Yeah. Because <laughs> last week, I think I was in a Twitter conversation with Jamal Crawford asking him what kind of shea butter he uses because he doesn't age like the rest of us. And then Neil Long showed up and like going, maybe I'm the only one that's getting older and all the other black people are finding a way just to freeze. <laughs> Man, we saw your Instagram picture. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Is that why you're posting the nipple? Uh, I didn't realize the nipple was in the shot. Oh, let's do this. 877-710-ESPN. If, if that was the question before, before we had to give away the tickets. Is a guy putting, uh, doing a shirtless pick, showing nipple, is that the equivalent of a thirst trap? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. In the interim, um, back to what we were talking about earlier with Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Oh. Um, so, LZ, you asked the question, is he that dude? Now, you and I asked that question during last year's postseason run, remember? Right, and, but it and was pressing. Right, and then, and then it, it happened, right? Like, he, he went in and just went off. But, yeah, but, there he was, didn't have to be, but he didn't have to be that dude. Right, right, he was number two. He was number two. Right, but he had monster moments that without him in specific games, they don't win, right? Okay. No, listen, no one's downplaying the role of number two. Without number twos, there are no one number ones, to be quite honest with you. But don't be mistaken, LeBron was the definitive number one last season on that run. Oh, no question. No so question. the question is, can Anthony Davis be definitively that number one? Oh, that's what you mean by that dude. Yes, that's what I mean by that dude. Oh, because I thought you meant like what we were talking about last year, like, you know, he he was kind of being in like he he was kind of floating. Remember in those games, right. in that game one against Portland, and you and I yep. just went off and just were like, you can't be doing this. Like you got to assert your dominance, yada yada. So you're saying not just that. You're saying like it's you got to be the guy, guy. You got to be the guy because we traded for you to take LeBron's spot when LeBron really does say goodbye. Right now, LeBron ain't saying goodbye, but he's like, I've been here a while. <laughs> right so he, you know he's letting you know he's he is saying things like i've been here now i haven't been here a minute he ain't saying goodbye but this is far from his hello and we traded for anthony davis to be that bridge and so as we're looking for lebron to come back healthy i find myself refocusing in on anthony davis and re-asking that question can you be that guy can you be that dude if the answer is no that is perfectly fine 
because we have discovered we can win a championship with you as our number two. That just lets me know we need to be thinking about a number one. But if you can be that dude, if you can take over with an Ellie and LeBron, if you can help us avoid the play-in because you just decided I'm that dude, then we don't have to worry about finding a number one when LeBron says goodbye because you're number one. Right. This is one of your auditions for that role. Right. And right now, you kind of forgot the lines. Yeah, and, and it's like Shaq said last night afterwards. He's like, you got to man up. I mean, it's, I'm sorry to say it that way, but that's what you got to do. This is now, there's no LeBron. So you are the guy. That's why they paid you in the offseason because it was supposed to be LeBron and AD. When in reality, it's LeBron and the rest of the Lakers versus LeBron and AD. Because well, when AD was out, LeBron was carrying him. And, and, and to your point, Cap, um, what I would say is even before the season started, right? AD didn't – I don't think he came back in peak shape, right? Not right. like LeBron does, you know? And I think that – you know, there was a reason his numbers, at least before the injury, were the lowest we had seen since, like, his, you know, rookie season, second season, and stuff like that, because it just, for whatever reason, it wasn't working. But I do think that, um, you know, he's capable of being the guy we saw against Denver. We just need to see that on a more consistent basis. And I would say, LZ, you're suggesting even more than that. Yeah, listen, man, we got you for the long haul. Right. And part of that long-haul discussion isn't to get you as is, but to be there with you when you ascend. Now, if you're not going to ascend, again, it's not like we're going to trade you back to New Orleans or something crazy like that, though they could probably use you considering Zion is out indefinitely <laughs> again. Um, but it does inform just what our expectations need to be of you going forward as fans. But then obviously, more importantly, it informs what Rob Palenka needs to do in terms of the future construction of this team. Do we need to go out and get Bradley Beal aggressively? Do we need to pry Dame Lillard from Portland? Like, those questions starts popping up if you're not going to be that number one dude we need you to be in these moments. All right, well, we'll we'll ask Michael about some of that stuff. Uh, Michael Thompson is going to join us on the other side before Spock and the Jock take over at 5.30. We have a short show today because the Lakers are playing the Blazers. Uh, we'll get into kind of Carmelo's resurgence, which has been a big topic of discussion today as well. Um, and is LZ thirst trapping because he's showing nipple? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. I should clarify, um, on Instagram. <laughs> Where else? Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, it could be now. Isn't it more disturbing if I don't have any nipples? Yeah. I mean, that. yes, but you're okay. showing them. Right. Or if you had like three or four. I mean, I know some people that would some be extra ones. That would be the most disturbing, yes. That well, you don't know why my back is turned. Yeah, that, fair. Uh, all right, so we'll do that. We're going to be back in a couple minutes, plus what you need to know. Foodie Friday, all that coming up here in just a sec. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, what do you got on a Foodie Friday? So it's Foodie Friday. I'm super excited. We went to Downey to a place called Fatima's Grill. I was so excited because I love hot Cheetos. You guys know how much I love hot Cheetos. That is the only thing I break my diet with. <laughs> it's hot Cheetos. And they are known for their hot Cheeto fries, guys. So let's check in with Morales, who was out there for Foodie Friday. It is Foodie Friday, Chris Morales in the city of Downey, Fatima's Grill off of Firestone Boulevard. The owner, Ali, is having us today. Ali, what do we got here? We got a whole lot of circus craziness going Amazingness. on Amazingness. Good afternoon to you guys as well. Happy Friday. Flaming Hot Cheeto, fully loaded carne asada fries, and my Taco Bell theme. Oh. Steak and shrimp, surf and turf, Flaming Hot Cheeto crunch. I'm gonna try this right here, Ali. That's amazing. Come see Fatima's Grill, the city of Downey. It's a Foodie Friday. Thank you, Ali. Thank you very much. So I just want to give you guys a little bit of background on Ali. He was actually in federal prison for eight years, guys. And that's actually where he picked up all his cooking skills was in prison. He was like, I had to kind of create things. And that's where I picked up what to do and how I went about opening my restaurant. It's all family owned. So it's him, his sons. If you don't find him in the kitchen cooking, you're going to find him goofing around with his kids. And I love that Fatima is the name of his daughter. So that's how he honored his daughter. And I think that was amazing. And he's someone that I feel honestly just embodies what LA is, right? Like we go through things, but we get, you know, we get knocked down, we get back up and we just hustle. Like that's what LA is all about. We just hustle. He grew up in Bell. He's a huge fan of you guys. 
and he wanted it to be known he's a huge, a huge fan of LZ. So he was, please tell LZ that I'm a huge fan of him. So I just feel like he's a huge testament to what we can accomplish regardless of where we came from. That Amen is pretty awesome, sister. man. Yeah. That Amen is to that. awesome, awesome story, man. I mean, so often, man, like in this, and listeners know and you guys know, like I do a lot of work in that space in terms of criminal justice reform from a variety of angles. But one of the parts about it that really is like the linchpin to all of the, the harm that our criminal justice system does is the inability of people who once they're out of the system to find meaningful employment. You know, so for him to be able to, to spend almost a decade in a federal prison and still not just find meaningful employment, but provide meaningful employment, that's what's up, man. That is absolutely incredible. Congratulations to you, man. That is that is awesome. And, and the food looks like incredible, too, by the way. Every, the reviews mm-hmm. on the food from our crew has been fantastic. So It's so good. Um, so, so make sure you check them out. Congratulations on not only what LZ was d- talking about, but just creating – um, a successful business that people love, right? Like, the, I, I feel like the restaurant business, um, while being one of the toughest businesses you can get into, right? Like the statistics show, right? 80% Amen. of restaurants fail. But I would imagine not only the sense of pride, but how awesome it must feel to be able to make something for someone and see how much they love it, right? Like, how, like, like to me, w- when you're an entertainer, like, like a singer, right? You can see the instant gratification like when you're having a concert and people are singing your lines, right? And like singing them back to you or whatever. Same thing with a chef, man. Like you make food and people are devouring it and love it and keep coming back. Like I feel like there's some cool feeling to that that very few professions have. But I got to just say, because I, I, for many years I used to interview guys that would go through programs while in prison with this organization called Defy, where they would send entrepreneurs into prisons and help coach guys so that when they got out of prison, they were ready to operate their own businesses using the skills that they had learned in prison. These stories of people who serve their time and then come out and become productive are insanely inspirational. And when you hear some of these guys' stories about the things they went through that got them in, and, and, and what they've gone through and what they are today, that's a beautiful story, Laura. Very well told, and congratulations to that crew of people and that family and that restaurant. That's awesome. Yeah, no that's doubt. That, that's what so. you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, Foodie Friday, how do people hit you up? Just hit me up on Twitter at UniqueUNWEQ underscore. You can also do it ESPN Los Angeles or Instagram, too. Okay. And it's free, man. It's like a big weekly free commercial for your restaurant. You know, we do it for free, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but don't have any nasty food, though. (laughs) No. If you know your food is nasty, don't be calling Laura with it. Now, you know now. (laughs) If it's stank, I I don't want it. (laughs) This food looks really good, but I will tell you this right now. That looks good, yeah. When I go there, I'm not wearing my white pants. I'll tell you that right now. There's a couple... There have been a couple of places in Los Angeles that have had things on their menu that I've instructed the waiter to have removed. So that's too don't funny. be it's like going, why is why are you guys offering this? You know you ain't doing this right. Get this off the menu. And Sedano's bougie? Mm, okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Listen. Whoa, there are certain dishes, and every group knows this. Regardless of race, regardless of culture, there are certain dishes within your culture that when you go to an establishment like a restaurant or a cafe or, or something along those lines. If you're going to offer this particular food, you better get it right. No, you're right. You got to knock it out the park. It right. Knock it out the park. Don't mm-hmm. tell me you got catfish and grits. And then <laughs> I look at it and it's like, I don't know, halibut and like mush or some craziness like that. It's your take on catfish. I don't want your take on catfish and grits. I want some damn catfish and grits. Oh. By, the, by the way, uh, we're getting tweets uh, that say that Fatima's in Downey uh, is near the meat market, our favorite meat market. I oh. You mean I could do a two for one on yes. one Uber ride? Yes, yes, exactly. So there oh, you go. Man. Jorge, you met your wife at Acapulco? <laughs> That's where I met my wife, man. <laughs> Please tell no me way. you mean in Mexico. No, 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 no. The one in Downey. <laughs> no, come I, on. He I, did. I, I kid you not. I was did. she wearing yoga pants no, and like no, heels? No, 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 no. no. Like, I got... <laughs> Ask him the story. I, I know the story. I got invited by my cousins to go celebrate their birthday. And they told me I'm going to have friends there. I showed up and she was there and we met. And, you wiped uh, up. Yeah, we wiped up five, uh, oh, yeah, six years later. <laughs> nice. Wow. 
But yeah, uh, Acapulco guess it works. Downy. I yeah. guess that Acapulco place yeah, works, it. man. It works. Yeah. It works. <laughs> so living proof. Where, I love it. I love Actually, it. I'm not sure if it works. I don't think that's the goal of Acapulco. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it's broken. Right? Uh, maybe it's completely all broken. I don't think you did it right, Jorge. Right, I don't want to tell you business on air, but I don't know if you did Acapulco right. right. You're an outlier, right? right. Yeah. Exactly. You're not supposed to be getting married at Acapulco. You're supposed now, to be doing other things. Michael Thompson, I believe, is there. Um, Michael, uh, you are a creature of habit. So I would imagine, as we do Foodie Friday here of a local mom-and-pop business, that perhaps there is – a local mom and pop place in Orange County that you frequent for lunch or for breakfast or for dinner. I know that, uh, you know, again, you are a creature of habit. Sometimes you don't like to leave the compound. But there's got to be some place you like to go. Yeah, we got, I got uh, three places. I got Rosa's Cafe in uh, San Clemente, okay. the Fuel Shack at Capistrano Beach, and Lola's and Ladera Ranch. They have okay. great lunch, uh, like bistros, like uh, breakfast sandwiches and stuff. All three of those places, just delicious. And great donuts and everything. Unbelievable food. Okay. These donuts. Man, oh, there man. I would love to have a donut. If I had a donut, I'd have to go run a marathon afterward. I'd have so much guilt. I, I do feel that one, way, too. One donut won't kill you, Kaplan. Come on. I know. Just don't, right. eat a, don't, just don't eat a six-pack like Well, but uh, it's LZ hard to eat. It's hard to eat one. Very hard. You start with yeah. one, you're like, but then I need to Let's have that real. jelly one. Yeah. 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 Well, a couple of glazes is enough. Yeah. Uh, Michael? By the way, you guys have short memories, man, especially LZ. What's what? wrong with y'all? Short Questioning memories. Anthony Davis and is he the guy? You guys have you guys forget when he's in New Orleans, what he did, how he carried that franchise? Where did he carry him to, Michael? Second round against the Warriors. When you remember when he swept the the How many the times have you been to the second round, Michael? You, you can't listen. You I'm name just me one questions. No. Let me you answer my question. All right. You you name me one franchise player who did it by himself. Did what by themselves? Carried a whole franchise by himself. No, Rick every, Barry won a championship Rick, by He had him. a lot of help. Don't give me that no, crap. You were too young to remember Rick no, Barry. I'm, I'm not, say, I'm not <laughs> suggesting I'm not suggesting because I never subscribe to the he did it by himself mentality anyway. But leading by yourself is different than carrying by he yourself. He and ca- so I'm wondering, can he carry? Because he only carried that franchise to one uh, second round appearance in like six or seven years in New Orleans. You kind of forget what he did in the playoffs last year in the bubble? How uh, he was unstoppable. Man, yes, that's a number memory. two. Stop yes, smoking like number weed two. with Mason, man. He's as a number two. You're right. He did put uh, so, in hey, work. No, he was a number two, but sometimes he was a number one in those games. Sometimes but he had LeBron, but I mean he always yeah. had LeBron. And LeBron didn't have to do it every game because AD was leading the way. Man, you guys but, don't. You guys don't have. You guys have got no respect for nobody's accomplishments. Wow. It's a lot easier to lead the way on the tightrope when you know you got a net. I'm asking, can you lead on the tightrope when there ain't no net? Who was we our don't lead? know yet. You know what? Our leader was Magic Johnson. James Worthy kind of led sometimes, you know. So with Kareem, man, you guys, boy, you, you guys just, you guys got to get out of this, 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 this narrow-minded focus. You guys okay. got on basketball. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right but right, let me ask right, you: Michael, 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 who are you guys? Them other two. What's the what number? Mean? What's the what is the narrow-minded focus that you hear us saying? Because I, I, I want to make sure that I'm clear. Because you don't know, you don't have no faith. You don't see what Anthony Davis' uh, resume is already. He's a champion. He already led the Lakers to the championship last just several months ago. He led the New Orleans Pelicans or Hornets at the time to uh, buy the Blazers all by himself, averaging 40 points a game in that series. Swept them when they were the, and the Blazers had a better team. Yeah, and they ran into a, a juggernaut. Somebody remember a team called the Warriors that that he couldn't get past those guys. My goodness, what's wrong with y'all? Well, all right. So I, I I I hear what you're saying. Everybody can't be Bill Russell and win 11 rings. I didn't ask him to be Bill Russell. Sounds like you are. I didn't ask him you, to win 11 rings. You're questioning if he's the dude, and he's already showed you he's the dude. <laughs> he showed me that he's a solid number two. And, and he sometimes showed... he's number one, just like Worthy was. What's wrong with you? But you're questioning James LeBron. Worthy too, then. Mike, but... Michael, you can't be the number one sometimes when someone in the conversation of greatest of all time is constantly on your roster. Well, when you can be sometimes when you have <laughs> you a, a Kevin McHale and a Larry Bird together, sometimes they take turns. It happens. You follow, you follow tennis, right? Oh, yeah, love tennis. That's okay. A, but that's a, so, that, that's a bad analogy because that's a so, single man, it's a single nope, woman nope, sport. Nope, 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 it nope, 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 nope. I'm about to ask you about the greatest doubles team of all time. McEnroe and uh, Peter Fleming. Nope. Who was better than them? Martina Navratilova and Pam Shriver. No, they weren't. Yeah, according to the numbers, according to what yeah, you call success, yeah, they but were. You, hey, no, no. But my point. Look but this at the is my point of competition, but, man. But here, here is my point. As a doubles team, 
they were unstoppable. I think they went two seasons without losing a match. Yeah, like the, they were completely unstoppable. The devil's but Martina, in the was the man. But Martina was always number one. Yeah, always. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. That right now well, how you we know that Anthony one? Davis. We know Anthony Davis can be Pam Shriver. But when Martina or LeBron retires, yeah. can Anthony Davis elevate to be replaced? Yes, them? that's you, the question. Why do you question that? Because he hasn't shown it. He showed me in New Orleans. He did. That team was nowhere. That was a, a perennial lottery team before he got there. He made them into a legitimate playoff team. How many, playoff appearance, how many playoff appearances did he make? When he's the Pelican, the Hornets, I don't know, two or three. <laughs> Come on, Michael. What are we doing here? But he had better teams. He didn't have the, the weapons around him like the other greats had. My goodness, you act like Michael Jordan did it by himself. I didn't say anything about by himself. I don't believe in by himself. I already said that. But I'm saying, can you lead a team by yourself? Yes, he can, can you lead? Why Not you, carry, but lead. You see his skills. What weakness does he have? You just told me maybe Staying two healthy? or three playoff appearances in eight seasons. Well, the, the Hornets weren't that good. They didn't put people, the right people around him. That's not his fault. He wasn't making the draft. All right. Jeez. Okay. I want them to win. I want him to be the no, number you don't. one. You're a secret Pistons fan. I'm not a secret Pistons fan. I wear that on my sleeve, too. <laughs> but I'm a real Lakers fan, too. You? Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was torn, Michael, during the, during the 80s and 90s. Torn, I tell you. Really? Because of magic. Right? Oh, because of magic. This whole thing got twisted, by the way, because I want you to know, Michael. That's what Michael does. No, Haven't you learned that already? No, because LZ was very much of everybody chill out. Things are going to be okay. And, and I'm in complete panic mode. George is losing his mm -hmm. mind, you know, yeah. because, because, look, you don't have LeBron and he's not going to be healthy. I'm worried. Whenever he plays. I'm okay? worried. I, I think that AD is not going to be healthy the remainder of the season, no matter what. I don't think we're going to get 100%. Schroeder, you know, and, and – now that he's not going to be here, and then you have THT who all of a sudden's got you know an injury, and and you got Caruso who's questionable tonight. There are just so many things happening to this team now. It's not like the the Dodgers where all this stuff's happening and it's only the second month of the season. This is happening as the playoffs are getting ready to start. Well, they got ten days to get healthy. The playoffs won't start till like the eighteenth or nineteenth or something like that. So they got plenty of time to get healthy. All these guys have is our bumps and bruises. Ain't nothing broke. Ain't nothing torn. They'll be fine. All right, we'll open it up to the audience. We'll ask them, Michael. We'll let the people decide. Yeah. The jury of there our peers go. decide. How are you worried? Should you be worried? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Michael will stick around yeah. for another segment. Nobody help, Scott, you. How about these chicken littles over there? No, Scott, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. Michael Thompson hanging out with us today. Michael, what is George Clooney's best performance? Variety today or yesterday did a story about like his top ten performances. Like, what was the first movie or show or anything? Because he's been on a lot of stuff. People forget he like one of his first appearances was on like The Facts of Life. He was the handyman on that show uh, before he was even on ER or any of those shows. Do you have like a favorite George Clooney movie or show? Oh, me? Yeah, yeah, the movie uh, The Peacekeeper. I love that show, that movie. You ever seen uh -huh. that one? I have not. Uh, him and Nicole Kidman are basically CIA agents trying to stop a nuclear bomb from detonating from these terrorists in New York City. It's great. Oh, yeah. look at that. Did, great did they save us? Huh? Did they, did they win? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they saved the city. Okay. Uh, it's always more interesting when they lose. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, LZ. What yeah, is he, a nuclear saying, detonation man. in New York? I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're going to get us that close, you might as well just step on over and just... Yeah, that's right. I mean, Spoiler that's, that's, alert! That's he did die that, in that in that movie the, with uh, what's her face with Sandra Bullock and and Space Gravity or whatever. Gravity, yeah, yeah that was yeah. a good movie too. I love that. that was great, spe great special effects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, the movie's like how old now? Like ten years or yeah. whatever. It's By the way, when you listen to a real astronaut who were like critiquing that movie, they said none of that stuff could happen in space. Really? Yeah, they said all that stuff is so fake. But I mean, yeah. it's you know, but you know, it's all part of the movie. Yeah. Clooney is, uh, you know, he's been in a lot of great movies as I look at this list. One of my favorites um, is actually a movie called The Descendants, which is very anti-Clooney. Very good. It, that's yeah. the reason I like it, because it's not like he's the, yeah, uh, that, yeah, you It's know, a good one. That's with uh, Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, right? Right, right. Yeah. Shailene Woodley, right, yeah. where he's the dad who finds out his wife is dying, but he also finds out she cheated on him. Uh -huh. um, yeah. It's like the yeah. anti-Clooney, because he's like yeah. the charming, you know, suave guy, and that's not the role, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, you ever see, uh, you ever see oh, Up brother, in the Air? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Is, is oh, Wherefore Art Thou? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Brother, yeah. Where Art Thou is the yeah. one for me. Yeah. 
Um, cool, cool, cool. Anybody uh, ever see Up in the Air? Up. Anybody ever seen that one? Yeah, with the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah I love that movie. Yeah. I, know, I so actually, as, as someone who travels a lot, right, right. Um, I, 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 there's a lot of the things that he talks about, like just the efficiency of traveling, that I, I abide by after watching that movie. Like, yeah. Yeah, what was man. his worst performance? Is it Batman? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not a Batman guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's not that dude. Yeah. He can't be Batman. He's not that dude. No, no. And by the way, uh, the new black Superman's got to change his name, right? That's what I said he yesterday. He can't be Clark Kent. He's got to be Hakeem Watanabe or something. That's what I said, Michael. <laughs> they got to make him Watanabe. He's like black. He's black and he's yeah, black something like Japanese. that. Right, like, exactly. Like, yeah, he, okay. like something like that. He can't be Clark Kent. What no, brotherhood we'll, named Clark Kent? Exactly. We have Clark Kellogg. I told LZ. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's close. Yeah, but that's that's not close. It's the Kent part that brings it on yeah, home, though, okay. Michael. Right. Yeah, the Kent. Kent. Yeah, it can't be related to Lala Kent. No, I yeah. like what you're saying though. Clark Kent is like the whitest possible name anybody <laughs> could ever come white. up with. So then, then what? Did, what was your name, Michael? Michael. What do you mean? Oh, uh, like uh, Mustafa Khalifa or something like that. Yeah, you want to go? I mean, from one end of the spectrum yeah. to the other. And he right. couldn't have like crash landed in Kansas when he came. I got to be in like Inglewood or something. Yeah, because they would have called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, well, a- Black Panther was in Oakland, yeah. right? Right. Was it Black Black Panther yeah. in Oakland? Right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. The, the, like the brother. Exactly. Um, they were yeah. in Oakland. Killmonger's uh, dad or whatever. Yeah. 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 Where the people yeah. at? He was probably right. waiting for Angela Davis to show up. And it's got to yeah. be a couple of black parents to find him, right? Because if it's got a couple of white parents, people will be suspicious. No, 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 no. You no? can say you just adopted him from Africa. Oh, adopted him. Okay. Yeah, you can make that <laughs> Or it work. could be like the blind side. Remember that? Oh, movie? yeah, yeah. Like yeah that so, there you go. go. Yeah, they got to make a whole bunch of adjustments for Michael B. Jordan. All right, so we were talking about AD and the Lakers and where your level of concern is. Do you I, have one? Yeah, uh, so, uh, LZ's got the glass half empty. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I have, and the guys know this. The listeners know this. Not once have I wavered from thinking the Lakers won't repeat. You just, okay. you just uh, skeptical right now. I, my, I, my, no, I, I'm, I'm worried. I'm, I'm imploring yeah. Anthony Davis to ascend. Well, he's already done it. Okay. Well, well let's goodness. let's let's see where the audience is on this. Let's go to Victor and Rosemead. Victor, what's up? Victor. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Got you now. Yeah, so uh, I totally understand, you know, the the doubt and fear going through, you know, everyone's head, you know, that's a Laker fan after last night's performance. But to question this season is understandable, but to question AD's future with the Lakers is a little different. You know, um, you got to understand that this, this team, this season is built around AD and LeBron. You know, so for, for him to step up and be number one right now or with guys who can't shoot, can't make open threes, with guys who can't necessarily make plays, is, is a little, it's a little uh, of an over-exaggeration. You know what I mean? Yeah, so when yeah. the team is actually built around him, you know, in a few years or whenever, you know, 10 years when LeBron retires. So where do you think the he team needs? Is built around him and where, he doesn't step up. What do you think Anthony Davis story. needs in order to have a team to be built around him? What's missing on this roster that's alienating Anthony Better Davis shooters? as opposed to – Shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Shooters. Yeah, most definitely shooters. So how's that different than what LeBron needs? Well, the the thing is, LeBron has AD right – LeBron and AD have each other right now. So, yeah, but, I he's, mean, but LeBron's won three reigns without AD. So what did LeBron need? Yeah, LeBron need? had well, shooters. He had Ray Allen. He had Kyle Oh, Kruger, so everybody had, needs shooters. No, no, but okay. what I'll tell you – what I <laughs> Just check in. this. Everyone well, needs shooters. Yeah, everybody needs sh- uh, some shooting. But yeah. And thank, thank you for the call. Thank you for the call, Victor. No problem. Thanks. Um, have a great weekend. So what I would say the difference is this, LZ, is that LeBron, he he's he he's a, a like the analytics community calls it he's got great gravity, okay? Which means players, as soon as he gets the ball and he puts his head down, everybody collapses, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, he he gets guys open, right? A D yeah. doesn't have I mean, he's not LeBron, right? So and this isn't a knock on him. But LeBron can make a lot of guys better, okay? Damon Jones once hit like 253s playing with LeBron, okay? And by the way, Damon Jones also did that playing with Shaq. Shaq was one of those guys, too, that had gravity in that sense. So, like, what I'm saying is is that that's what LeBron has that AD doesn't. With AD, you need guys who are legit marksmen. With LeBron... You, as long as those guys are relatively consistent, like those guys, he can get by with those guys. That's LeBron the was carrying them when AD was out, and LeBron's been out, and AD's been back. And granted, he had to work his way back in, but he would you call this carrying what's left of the Lakers? And last night's loss and the way they got blasted, 
that's not that's not LeBron and AD fully healthy, and that's not their team. There's no Schroeder. You're missing like three of your five starters. I get all of that. I'm just saying that all of the injuries at the wrong time, at this time of year. I mean, tonight's game is monster. This is just an absolute monster game against Portland because the records are tied, the tiebreaker issues. I mean, this is the road to the play-in tonight, guys. It is. It is. And I just wanted to clarify for Michael, because uh-huh. I just happened to check. I wasn't trying to be Costco or anything, but I was looking for some numbers. Yeah. Uh, seven seasons in New Orleans, um, to the playoffs twice, yeah. one series win. Now, to your point, two of those losses came against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. But what that doesn't explain is why you only had two postseason appearances in five and seven years in New Orleans. Well, you know, Michael Jordan didn't win a title for like his first eight years. You realize that? And, and he's considered the greatest player ever. I didn't say so title, Michael. That? I just I just said get to the playoffs. I didn't even say title. I said just get to the playoffs. Well, I mean, uh, who, go through his uh, go through his uh, roster. See who else he had on the team to help. There him. weren't a lot of great early on. There wasn't Thank a lot you. of great. Jeez, Michael, aren't you concerned yeah. though about his long term health? I mean, no. really? No, not at all. No, he hasn't broken anything. He just gets a little nicks, nick and knacks here he's and there. Missed the whole season. He hasn't done anything yeah. this year. I mean, he's this is of the five year deal. This is one that is lost unless they, of course, go on to win mm-hmm. a title. But I mean, generally speaking, this is a lost season for him. And I, I listen. I acknowledge the uh, yeah. short off season. Yeah, look, I, I just think that it, it's starting to feel like they may be a little snake bitten. Is all I'm saying because yeah, of the, I, the, I, the I, things I can, they I keep see, piling up. I, I, I can see that. I yeah. can see that. But at the same time, what I also need to see is a degree of ascendance because this upcoming sure off season, win a chip or not, is really important because LeBron is showing physical vulnerability. Mm-hmm. The roster does have a lot of talent that may or may not be here next year, so we might be in another reconstructing period. And before we begin moving pieces around, we need to know for sure that that guy that we traded for can be as close to the number one to win another championship as possible. And if he's not going to be that for us, that's fine, Michael. We just need to go out and get someone who can so that AD can compliment that player. You still have doubts he's a top five player when he's healthy, LD. I didn't say I had doubt he was a top five player. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. I want him to show all of us he what? can be the number one on a team that has championship potential. I'm not spe- I don't want to speak for LZ, Michael, but mm. I think what LZ I don't think LZ's disagreeing with you that he's a top five talent when he's healthy. I think LZ wants him to be a top five player, which is different than a top five talent. Well, he's done Jackson, that. Though, though. He did that last year in the playoffs with the Lakers. He killed in the playoffs. You guys have a short memory. L- LZ, is that now. is that a, a good way to describe how you're it, how you it, look it, at him? It is a it is a very good way of describing it. It's a mentality. It's not a physical thing. It is a LeBron has gravity before he touches the rock because his presence on the court commands that attention. Well, AD's That's what still, I want. AD is unstoppable, man, when he's on his game. You can't do nothing with him. He's that good. And uh, I know he's been binded up, and he hasn't done anything in the last few weeks because of his injuries, but uh, I think you, you guys have, uh, have forgotten how dominant he can be when he's when he's. No, right. I, I, I have not forgotten. I think yeah. he's great. He's but just not uh, right but I'm, I'm just more uh, – my thing is more the big picture, the snake-bitten part. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like whenever something good happens – for the Lakers, something bad happens the next day, it feels like. Seems it just feels we- like a weird season that way. Well, uh, all right, Michael. So, Spock and the Jock are up next, right? You and Sliwa? Yeah, me and Sliwa. We'll be talking about a bunch of good stuff, of course. See, we'll keep it positive. Unlike, we'll stay away from the negativity like you three. <laughs> there you <What>? go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jeez, well, Lord. Did you ask him about his girlfriend? Um, let's see. The one he got out of the catalog? Oh, will you oh, be oh, nice? Catfished. That was, yeah. Good Lord. What kind of right, catalog? Where do you think she's from? R- Russia or Romania? <laughs> she's probably from Southern California. I would bet you she's a bigger Laker fan than anyone we know. So that's my guess, if I had <laughs> to guess. Uh, all right. Hangs out with them. Job, LZ Granderson. You two brothers. Excellent job, Scott Kaplan. Much love to all. Uh, Greg, great job. Jorge, great job. Right. Laura, great job. Michael, great job. Spock and the Jock, Sliwa and Michael. And then, of course, Michael and John with the call of your world champion Los Angeles Lakers on 710 ESPN.